One describes our generation as ecotastical. We're thought that social media and technology are contributing to our inflated sense of self. But the majority of us don't really feel that fantastic about ourselves. And through it, insecurity is the fundamental feeling that predominantly affects how we feel about ourselves and how we behave. Hi, this is Lai and welcome to my podcast. In this podcast, I will talk about insecurity, how to overcome insecurity, why am I insecure, and also sharing my thoughts and experience. Why am I so insecure? What causes insecurity? Our sentiments of insecurity are accompanied by an internal discourse. The unpleasant early life events in which we saw or experienced harsh attitudes towards us or those close to us shape the critical inner voice, which is what we refer to as. We unknowingly accept and incorporate this detrimental thought habit towards ourselves in others as we get older. Our adult insecurity may have its roots in the interactions we had with our influential early parents. Think about a parent yelling at a child. You're so disoriented. You are unable to solve any problems on your own. Imagine the judgments and attitudes that parents have toward themselves after that. I don't look good in this. These views can affect a youngster without ever being spoken to them, such as, I'm so fat. Children may experience insecurity and think there is something fundamentally wrong with them when a parent is absent. Children who have an overbearing parent may develop introversion or self-reliance, which makes them feel insecure or untrusting of other people. Excessive praise has also been proven to be detrimental to a child's self-esteem. Everyone has a flaw or something that makes them feel flawed or like they should change. Insecurity is one of the key emotions, in my opinion, that is driving this. I had always assumed it meant being unsure of oneself or feeling shy. But I know now it means such more. A person who is insecure may lack self-assurance and want to stand apart from the group. Shyness, paranoia, and occasionally arrogance, violence, and bullying are further symptoms of insecurity. Wanting to be a certain way and having a certain self-image can contribute to insecurity. It can be quite challenging to accept who we are in reality at times when we have images of our ideal self in our heads. You can also begin to think that everyone around you is suddenly much better than you. I felt this way before and I still feel this way. Some people need to understand that insecurity is personal and cannot simply be eradicated, despite the fact that others cannot understand our insecurities. As I grow older, insecurities cannot be avoided, but we can do things to stop them eating our minds. Sharing this experience will be new to me. I have experienced being insecure about the way I look at myself. There is a voice in my mind that triggers me a lot and questions myself. Am I good enough? Am I pretty? How do people see me? Sometimes I don't know who I am. Doubting myself and worse is to stop trying. But then I find myself in every challenge, 
trying to get out of the pain knowing that I've come so far. I made a promise to myself to never run and hide and to think about my motivations and goals, to think what I want to be because little by little I'm getting stronger, a little longer. Soon I will find my wings. I will finally be able to breathe and be able to see that I'm waking up from my dream. So now let's talk about how can we really overcome insecurity. This thought is inspired by some books, motivational videos, and self-thought. Once we have a better sense of where our insecurity comes from and the profound influence it is having on our own lives, we can begin to challenge it. So how can we really overcome it? Step 1. Voice therapy's initial phase entails speaking out loud your second-person self-criticism. You could also put these ideas in writing. Instead of saying, I'm such a moron, what's wrong with me? I'll never succeed. You would say, you were such an idiot. This approach aids you in separating from these ferocious attacks by viewing them as an internal foe rather than your own point of view. Step 2. You might begin to reflect on and discuss your feelings after exposing these unkind ideas in the second phase. Are there any people or things that come to mind that you remember? Finding the connection between these vocal attacks in the early experiences that influenced them can be useful. Step 3. Challenge ingrained self-defeating ideas and insecurities. When your voice attacks you, you will respond by stating your true opinion. Be compassionate and sympathetic in your response to your criticism, just as you would be if it were a body who was being disparaged about themselves. Step 4. Forget the haters and surround yourself with the people who love you. The haters only want to bring you down, but the people who love you want to raise you up. Don't listen to the negativity, especially when you have an awesome support behind you. Step 5. Don't compare yourself to others. This can be hard, but let's practice that we're not all the same. The world is made up of a bunch of different people with a bunch of different qualities, and that's awesome. And you know what? You're one of a kind. You're awesome. Step 6. Remember, you are more than your insecurity. There is a lot of things that make you, you. Remember when Bruno Mars said, you're amazing just the way you are. Well, he wasn't lying. So now, I will be reading some articles about insecurity. So, these articles um, talks about dealing with personal insecurities. I have read this article a few days ago, so I will be sharing this to you guys. So let's start. Ever since I remember, I have been insecure about who I am and what I do. I have always had this problem of comparing my life with others. I'm sure we all get told at a certain point in life about 
how all that we do is wrong and how we should change who we are in order to fit in with society or in order to feel like we belong somewhere. But I have always taken those comments rather personally ever since I was very small. Be it changing the way I dress, the way I talk, my pronunciation, my personality and everything else. And it was not just like the bully kids from the school. The teachers also joined them and pointing out how different I was from the rest of the kids. I am sure they meant no harm but somewhere deep down I was trying to get that approval of everyone else. I was a very clumsy kid who often got into accidents often and that made my parents more protective of me and they wouldn't let me go play with other kids. That made me close to my grandma who would tell me the stories of Ramayana and Mahabharat and many other mythological things. That's where I get my spiritual attraction, I guess. And I was made fun of for that as well. I was called a grandma and a fazel. All those comments made me hide my true self. I tried acting like someone I wasn't to just fit in to get the approval of others. It even got worse when I grew up and got into a medical college. I mean, who doesn't want friends? And I was ready to do anything to gain their friendship. This time, I was determined that I will get everything that I have ever wanted. I was completely a different person. An introvert who hated eye contact and going out was ready to do everything outside of her comfort zone. Just to my surprise, that all worked. I had friends and no one made fun of me again, but still I wasn't happy. I had everything I've ever wanted, but still it didn't get me that peace and that happiness. I was more irrita irritable than before. I had that emptiness that no company could ever fulfill. I was tired, tired of pretending to be someone who I was not. I mean, what will I even get by having people in my life if I am irritable all the time and hurting them with my words and I'm not happy with myself? That's when I started meditating. I didn't know what meditation looked like, but I made sure to sit still for a few minutes a day. I thought saying positive things to yourself while your eyes are closed is meditation, but now I know how wrong I was. But despite all that, it helped. It gave me the introspection that I was lacking in the strength to be myself. Sure, my circle got smaller, but to be honest, I never regretted it. I was kind of relieved. And three years later today, and one year after finishing college, I know that I have found that balance and happiness that I was looking for my whole life. I mean... I still have those insecurities. I get protective when someone points out how I'm boring or different. But now I have the courage to take stand for myself and make them realize that they don't have any right to tell me how I'm wrong. Because we all are different in certain ways. And about the circle, the people who are meant to be in your life, they just stick around for who you are. You don't need to be someone else to have them in your life. It's common to experience bad days where you feel like you can't accomplish anything. But having constant self-doubt can have a negative impact on all facets of your life. 
including your physical health, emotional stability, and studies. Focus and always remember that we are all unique and have our own paces. Just breathe, lift up your head, and raise your wings and fly high. At the end of the day, you will be proud of yourself for making it stronger and stronger. Well, I guess that ends my podcast. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to love yourself, love your insecurities. You're you for a reason. So embrace it.